we've got this Monday, hold your horses, folks, bridle your enthusiasm. Yes, Senate Minority Leader, who really should be Senate Majority Leader, if he weren't such a tool, Mitch McConnell is back. He's absolutely back on Monday. I'm looking forward to returning to the Senate. We've got important business to tackle and big fights to win for Kentuckians and the American people. Mitch McConnell tweeted out over the weekend. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Now he's completed his, and I know, I know you're just dying. When is Mitch McConnell going to come back? You were crying. <laughs> and I'm answering your inquiries. He has completed his intensive home rehabilitation program. Folks, it's been like a full six weeks after his little fall at the Washington Hotel, which turned out to be not a little fall at all, resulting in a broken rib and a concussion. He's been recovering at home uh, since the end of last month, and now he is back today, Monday, or slated to be. Now, This is good, not because we like Mitch McConnell, but it gives us a solid advantage as Dianne Feinstein is still out. Yes, the same Dianne Feinstein, for those of you who have been here a while, will recall that we used to like to call her Di-Fi Chai Spy. Dianne Feinstein, the Chinese spy hiring tool. And Tom Cotton has something to say about this. The great Senator Tom Cotton... It's on the GOP. Let Feinstein stay out. Don't help with this situation. Do not render assistance. Let it be. Now, Diane Feinstein's absence has been prolonged and is causing problems for the Democrats. With a thin majority, they can't get any of Biden's far-left judges confirmed. And Tom Cotton talking about smart Tactics as a tactician says, let's not help the Democrats in this situation. If you recall in my reporting or elsewhere, because I hope I'm not the only news source that you have, but I do appreciate being one of your main news sources. We had Diane Feinstein asking Chucky Schumer to replace her on the Judiciary Committee temporarily. Now, of course, this is causing... Uh, quite a bit of a brouhaha in D.C. because this is, well, the word unprecedented is overused nowadays, but it's highly unusual. Maybe never even done before, which of course would be <laughs> the actual definition of unprecedented. But Tom Cotton is saying, hey, let the Democrats drown on their own. And I would tend to agree. Tom Cotton Cotton tells GOP not to help Democrats replace Feinstein on Judiciary Committee. Tom Cotton said his Republican colleagues shouldn't throw Democrats a lifeline in efforts to replace Senator Dianne Feinstein on a key committee. 
Feinstein has been absent from the upper chamber since February amid health complications. After an outcry from Democrats, she asked Senate Majority Leader Chucky Schumer to replace her on the Judiciary Committee temporarily so they can continue appointing Joe Biden's judicial nominees. Republicans should not assist Democrats in confirming Joe Biden's most radical nominees to the courts. Now, by the way, reminder or newsflash, Cotton sits on the Judiciary Committee. And all of this is coming amid the GOP resistance to approving a temporary replacement for Dianne Feinstein and as they try to battle to get these leftist people on the bench. Sometimes, often, more often than not, we get absolute inaction from the GOP in the Senate. Now's a great time for them to continue that tradition of doing nothing because this time it's very advantageous to us. Democrats have been wildly successful at pushing through Biden's judiciary uh, nominations. At the two-year mark, Biden clinched 100 nominations, eclipsing former Donald Trump's 85 and former President Barack Obama's 67. Let's not help them anymore. And the sad thing is, this should be obvious. This should be obvious. By the way, let me just mention this, just in case World War III breaks out and you're like, I had no idea. We have sent a uh, U.S. Navy warship through the contested waters separating Taiwan and mainline China yesterday, Sunday. And of course, uh, this is a this is, comes after the war games that China was having, flexing, going, hey, hey, Taiwan, this is all about unification. This is all about reuniting us, even though Taiwan has, is an independent state and didn't break away from China. Small details as far as China is concerned. The U.S. 7th Fleet said the transit by the Arleigh Burke class-guided missile destroyer Milius uh, took place over the weekend. The warship transition, transited through a corridor in a strait that is beyond the territorial sea of any coastal state. They're in international waters, but given the hot temperature politically and, 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 the, and, and the angst and the, the pressure of China over Taiwan since Joe Biden came into office with them doing war games. And then at the same time, those war games, uh, China saying, yep, we're doing this for reunification. It's no wonder that Taiwan is getting nervous and why tactically, given the current policies toward China, which are schizophrenic, we support China, but we we support Taiwan, but we also don't want to rock the boat and piss off China. Very interesting, perilous times we are in right now. Okay, folks, let's talk about some more information we're learning from these leaked documents from the 21-year-old National Guardsman, uh, Tejera. We're not supposed to ask how this lowly guy... We haven't been able to find the leaker who leaked Roe v. Wade. Okay? We can't find all these other things, but a 21-year-old Guardsman who was, let's admit it, a pawn, a tool, a patsy. We can find him very quickly because they wanted to find him. And look, this is not necessarily a bad thing. Embarrassing United States has already happened when we allowed the installed former vice president to get into the Oval Office. We've been the laughing stock of the world ever since. So it's not like 
it's going to be a new revelation that Joey Biden is not capable of doing the job. So, Tejera leaking this stuff can't really embarrass us more than we have been embarrassed, even though it is embarrassing that someone so low-level could sneak and leak this information. But of course, if you know how things really work, we all know that this is all contrived. He didn't just spontaneously leak this. He wasn't acting alone. He was working in concert probably with CIA operatives and assets. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Well, now let's look at these leaked documents. We're getting more and more information. What we're finding out here is that the Chinese balloon that was filmed floating over the U.S. carried a raft of sensors and antennas that we have yet to identify. We don't know what they are or exactly how they work. Here's the Washington Post. U.S. intelligence agencies were aware of up to four additional Chinese spy balloons and questions lingered about the true capabilities of the one that flew over the continental United States in January and February, according to previously unreported top-secret intelligence documents. The Chinese spy balloon that flew over the United States this year carried a raft of sensors and antennas the U.S. government still had not identified more than a week after shooting it down. That's according to one of the documents that Tejera put in the chat room. Interesting. Another balloon flew over a U.S. carrier strike group in a previously unreported incident and a third crash in the South China Sea, a second top-secret document stated, though it did not provide specific information for launch dates. Wow, I guess it wasn't an isolated incident after all. And we knew about the other three balloons as well. Hmm. Interesting. Once again, this is being leaked to the Washington Post. So why are we supposed to know the story? And why now? Gotta look at timing every time these news stories break and these leaks come out. What do you think is really going on here, folks? I'm curious to see. Put your thoughts down below. All right, let's get into... The abandoned ship, the stop and wait that is now coming into the sphere, the money sphere of one Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis has had a rough start to the year and the news only got worse over the weekend. His primary polling numbers have completely catered following brutal attacks on his record and questionable statements on President Donald Trump's indictment on his bogus financial fraud charges. Okay, so we've seen several polls. This latest one showing President Trump still leading like 31 points over Ron DeSantis. And that's given the fact that there's a whole bunch of things going on against President Trump and all the negative press that he gets from the left. Still, he is still beating Ron DeSantis. Now, would-be donors are bailing on DeSantis when he is in dire and in need of financial assistance for his presidential campaign, which he supposedly is not campaigning yet because he hasn't declared. He's just on a book tour. Just on a book tour, folks. Don't think of anything more than that. They want us to believe. 
Now, here's a Daily Mail reporting that Hungarian-born billionaire Thomas Pederfi announced he and his friends were keeping their powder dry on a likely White House run by Florida governor, Ron DeSantis. They previously had stated they were looking forward to backing DeSantis for president. Quote, I have put myself on hold. I am more reluctant to back to back him. We are waiting to see who among the primary candidates is most likely to be able to win the general and then put our all our firepower behind him. So why were they excited about backing DeSantis, but now they're kind of shy about it. They want to hold off on it. Maybe 2028, maybe not at all. They're just thinking about it now. It just shows you how anti-conservative the conservative movement, the rhino movement is. The reason why the GOP, this large GOP donor, and those that he influences and controls are backing away from Ron DeSantis, unfortunately, has something to do with the fact that they want to jump in and support Trump. No, it has to do with Ron DeSantis's stances. Pedophy, who has an estimate net worth of $26 billion, has long been a top Republican donor. In 2022, he gave $7.7 million to individual Republican campaigns and conservative political action committees, according to Open Secrets. This is why he's having a change of heart. It's due to DeSantis' signing a six-week abortion ban into law, which he thinks is too extreme. Yeah, a real conservative, right? He thinks that uh, six weeks is an extreme position. And also, he had a hard time with the Governor banning adult-oriented books from the public life, uh, from the uh, from public schools. So the establishment money doesn't want Ron because he's a conservative. Now, of course, we're all for free speech, but not for smut and agenda and age-inappropriate filth being in their schools. I think it's disgusting. But if a parent thinks that their children should have an idea through literature of age-inappropriate things. That is a, a, a larger picture. But the school, public schools, should not be in the business of introducing and using taxpayer money to have uh, this filth available for children. If they want that filth, their parents can show it to them and buy it for them. It's not like public schools are supposed to just have a blank check to buy whatever they want. But that's too extreme of a position for this top donor. And him and his friends and others now want to sit this out to see. Uh, here he goes. Um, Pedifree also said he had a problem with the Florida governor uh, barring, barring adult-oriented Alphabet Q plus books from public schools. DeSantis simply could not afford this setback. While he was raised over ten, $110 million dollars, Roughly $80 million is tied to Florida and cannot be used in a presidential campaign. That's because he hasn't announced yet that he's officially running. So this is very painful for him and, of course, advantageous to President Trump. Now, now that we're talking about Trump, how about Don Jr.? And boy, is he rattling the cages, ruffling feathers, and showing his allegiance as he shills for the establishment and establishment money. I really, I can't say, I'm probably going to put the title of this to get your attention. I didn't see that coming. 
I didn't really see this coming because I wasn't looking for it, but I guess if you look for it, maybe you would have found it. What am I talking about? I'm talking about Don Jr. not on board with the people's protest against Anheuser-Busch. Here we go. Fox News. Trump Jr., GOP under fire for going soft on Bud Light boycotts. No interest in pushing back. Trump Jr. called for an end to Bud Light boycotts, citing companies' support of, that's right, the Republicans and their campaign money. Critics are slamming a powerful GOP committee and Donald Trump Jr. after apparent attempts to squelch widespread boycotts of Bud Light over his partnership with the activist Dylan M. Trump Jr. called for an end to the boycott, which is of the uh, Bud Light beer, citing how Bud Light's parent company, Anheuser-Busch, has a history of donating to Republicans. On Saturday, the National Republic Congressional Committee quietly deleted a tweet and fundraising page where people could donate money and receive a drink koozie, the Beast uh, reported on Saturday. The establishment doesn't want to go after, well, they sort of go after Anheuser-Busch, then they take down their tweet, and now you have Don Jr. out there on his podcast saying, hey, do not boycott Budweiser because they give a lot of money to the RNC. Once again, we don't care about the RNC. I've been telling you not to give money to the GOP or to the whatever, the, the Republican National Congressional Commission or whatever to raise money for these political action groups that support Republican candidates. We don't want this Don Jr. Now, once again, Don Jr., I am not the guy that says he should run for president after his father. I don't like dynasties and I don't really care for Ivanka either. She's too left of center. Plus her coziness with the Clintons or what have you. But we're not talking about Ivanka. We're talking about Don Jr. Don Jr., tell me I'm wrong. Convince me otherwise. Shilling for the establishment and the establishment money, which is used to back non-MAGA, anti-Trump Republicans. Hmm, interesting. Trump Jr. called for an end to the boycotts, who he says, Anheuser-Busch, has a history of donating to Republicans. Thanks to Dylan Mulvaney, we can all finally admit that Bud Bud Light tastes like water. Donations filing show that Anheuser-Busch is is a sizable donor to the NRCC, the National Republican Congressional Committee, giving the group nearly $465,000 in just the 2022 election cycle. That's quite a bit of money from one place coming uh, to help out with the causes. But now it's not just Don Jr., who's getting lambasted by the GOP because they removed the fundraising pages they had on their website. Quote, the GOP establishment is circling the wagons around Anheuser-Busch. These people don't have any interest in pushing back against corporate wokeism or, tra- uh, or, or the that whole uh, transaction, uh, transmission agenda. In fact, they want to help normalize both. This grassroots conservatism, this is grassroots conservatism versus the establishment as always. So there you have it. You've got Don Jr. shilling for the establishment. The establishment shilling for the T agenda of Anheuser 
Bush. Once again, folks, don't give them your money. Consider this a public service announcement. All right, folks, that's what I've got for you this morning. To start off this uh, Monday, I'll have several reports for you uh, over the day, not just here on YouTube, but also on our other show called BCP Unfiltered. Links to everything are down below. Until the next one, ciao, goodbye, God bless.